0: Uh, before we start the podcast, uh, we just want to say that while we were recording this, uh, we received uh, alarming and, and unpleasant news from Strasbourg that there had been a shooting at the Christmas market there, and uh, at least one and possibly two uh, people have been killed. And we just want to say that uh, we're thi- we're thinking of everybody in uh, in Strasbourg and of our. Uh, Friends and colleagues uh, from the European Parliament who are there in, uh, in session, and I as I understand it, under lockdown at the moment. So uh, you'll be listening to this later, but we just wanted to put this in at the beginning before we start the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. Yeah. To a new it's fake democracy. We're going up the wrong way. We're going to have to stop. Screaming soft, a secret wars. They can't expose them. Hello and welcome to episode 35 of the Cakewatch podcast, the podcast that can open its own car door. Uh, <laughs> my name's Steve Bullock, um, I'm an ex-negotiator for the UK in the EU, um, and works uh, work as a geek for uh, Alan Smith, MEP, and I'm here in a purely personal capacity, um, as is my colleague, Chris Kendall, a humble and
1: faceless bureaucrat, uh, working for the European Union... Um, in the daytime and at nighttime, a uh, podcast host, co-host with you, uh, talking about Brexit stuff in a strictly personal capacity.
0: For those watching in black and white, I would say Chris is actually literally faceless. He just has a sort of paper plate style affair where his, where his face would be with uh, with features drawn on in a black marker pen. So he is literally a faceless, faceless bureaucrat. That's, um, it's, it's, right, it's, that's, <laughs> that's quite rude. <laughs> he's not really he's very good-looking fellow.
1: Well, he's got a face anyway. Um, I'm told that I look <laughs> very much like my son, which
0: is very flattering because he's a very, very bonny little baby. Oh, he is. A, he is a very bonny baby. So another such niceties. for Uh breakfast, breakfast Armageddon, Chris. Yeah, should do some follow-up first.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll just, just put off the, we'll yeah. put off the Armageddon because yeah, once we start, we uh, won't stop. So yeah. Well, um, so the first bit of follow-up is really just about the um, technical difficulties that we had last week. <laughs> it was just to sort of apologise to everybody for the. I think it worked out okay <laughs> though. It was a weird kind of palimpsest of a of a podcast because we pulled together the the bit um, with Laura, uh, and then we had lost a big chunk of. Stuff that we had done, um,
0: which was a shame. With a what? Sorry, Over What? Isn't that where you keep your towels? Yeah, you must know
1: what a pal- everybody knows what a palimpsest is, surely? Give a common word down, aren't we? A palimpsest is, uh, um, is, is 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 an ancient papyrus where um, where you, you scrape uh, a bit off. It's like ancient tipex, except it's the opposite. Or is mm. it? Or they? I can't remember. It's one or the other. It's 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 like
0: basically mm. what we're, we're
1: talking about. Ancient tipex.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's Ooh, what. Then that at Oxford, did you? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, have i forgot got all these other little. But yeah, we, we we had endless. Te- we had absolutely endless oh technical nightmares. Yeah, files going yeah. missing, yeah. and yeah. yeah. So we're so going to do so it all sorry, in one co- sorry to everyone yeah, about that.
1: going to do it in one
0: take this week, and I'm not doing the editing, Bagsy. <laughs> well, we are doing it in one take, because I am doing the editing, and I can't be off to do any actual editing, so. <laughs> <laughs> More follow up? Um, yeah,
1: I'm just wondering now whether I should even bother. Maybe it's not even worth it. No, go on. Well, we were talking a little bit about um, with Steve. We were talking about um, when other member states hide a little bit behind the UK, and the UK they let the UK play bad cop, and mm. and I I, I was. Uh, challenging Steve a bit on that because I felt that that was um, overstated. I felt that all, all member states do that, and to, to, to a certain degree, and the UK does it as much as anybody else. And some other countries lead on lead on other things. And I, I th- remembered an example, of course, after, afterwards. Afterwards, uh, uh, my esprit de l'escalier kicked in, and I remembered the reform of the pension uh, and the re- reform of the staff regulations. Uh, under Kinnock, and how uh, at the time the Germans with with the Austrians very much took the lead there, and the UK kind of sat quiet and didn't really do very much. But my recollection is mm. that while while the UK was fully backing the the Germans uh, and the Austrians, it, it wasn't taking a lead; it was letting them do the running. So I, that was an example I remembered.
0: Yeah, and I, I think I think it's worth remembering that sometimes it's helpful to be seen to be leading yes, and sometimes, exactly. it's helpful. sometimes it's helpful not to be. You know, I mean, it's, it's something we've talked about at length that people often forget that the EU is composed of 27 other yeah. pol- polities, you know, <laughs> 27 yeah. other governments, parliaments, yeah. constituencies and uh, electorates, you know, so uh, you yeah. forget that at your peril. Yeah, and we're
1: going to come to this, I suspect, but I, I, I guess the point I, I wanted to make is that um, it's a form of exceptionalism Really, to think that it 's the u k that always plays bad cop and everybody else just plays good cop, and that um, the u k is the awkward squad and the and the obstructive one well it it is and often is uh, and <laughs> but it 's not the only one yeah yeah quite. Um, and I, I I think what the, the the point I would like to get across to listeners um, who are not so familiar with Brussels and, and only get most of what they know about Brussels from um, UK-based commentators, is that um, from, a, from a UK perspective, often it's presented as member st- one member state versus the other member states or member states versus um, – or, or the UK versus uh, versus the rest of the council. Or, and, and, and the rest is seen as some kind of cohesive monolith. But that's not really how it is. Mm. And, and, and from the Brussels point of view, which also is a, is, a, is a subjective perspective, of course, from the Brussels point of view, it's more – the different institutions jockeying. So you'll have the council, and then you'll have subgroups within the council, of course. But it's essentially the council jockeying against the parliament and against the commission, and you know.
0: So it's yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> you know, very much fun. So. Very much fun. So. And actually, I mean, we'll come we'll come to the total chaos and shambles yeah. uh, going on in the UK at the moment. Yeah. But yeah. I've argued I've argued all along that. The, Parliament needs to stand up for itself as an institution here. Yeah. And when you compare it to the way that the, the European Parliament stands up for its rights as an institution, stands up for its competences as an institution against the other uh, EU institutions, uh, you don't see much of Parliament doing that. You see You see the UK Parliament... Tends to be divided on mm. divided very much on party lines and doesn't operate doesn't operate as a co- co- cohesive yeah. institution. We've that against the moment. against, the, exe- against yeah. the executive, yeah, yeah. which we'll, definitely, yeah, talk we'll definitely talk about. So it must be. I mean, it must but be incredibly surprising that, for um, one last bit of follow up.
1: Mm-hmm. Sorry, you froze there, Steve, for a second. No, 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 it's fine. Um, so one last bit of follow up. Um, so I seem to recall that we talked a little bit about um, what. It, what what it might be like for the UK? Um, should we end up remaining, uh, and and how it would take yeah. a little bit of a while to rebuild goodwill <laughs> and, and trust? And it it struck me that we had forgotten to talk in that context about this crazy conspiracy theory of Nick Bowles. Did you see that? Where he thought that um, that people's vote was, was was a Mandelson plot to get Blair um, to be european council president <laughs> <laughs> and i just thought how <laughs> incredibly how could anybody think how could anybody see i mean that does that not just does that not just summarize <laughs> british westminster exceptionalism that, that, that a serious person ah, in parliament should, in, in, in the that's british brilliant. government should think that there's any chance.
0: Any chance, Any chance whatsoever. whatsoever
1: of a Brit becoming the European Council <laughs> President <laughs> while well, you know during the lifetime of Tony Blair? It's just yeah.
0: <laughs> well, apart from anything, he'd have to be he'd have to be selected as a Spitzen candidate.
1: Council President, not 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 not, not Commission President. Can, can, but yeah, council yeah, Council yeah. Council yeah. President. But Even so, you know, wow.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're looking at. And if he wants to, yeah, if he wants to do that in ten years, that well, might maybe. be. <laughs> yeah. When you, that might be something <coughs> that could be talked, you know, that you could mention without everybody falling off their chest, I yeah. think, <laughs> you know, but uh, but yeah, but to be, you know, to, to be to be
1: in that situ, to be in the situation that the UK is at present, um, and we again, yeah. we're going to talk about this in a minute. But to be to be the UK right now, and then to think, well, okay, well, if we do remain. Obviously, you know, we'll end up being, you know, president of this and in charge of that. And it's yeah. just really wind your necks in, show a bit of flipping humility.
0: But, the, but, but, I mean, there's really a bit of this about. I mean, I have to say, I'm going, I'm going to probably piss people off here, but I really, I mean, recently you've seen a few things that really worry me on this from from the Remain side. Mm. And you've seen a bit of a revival of the Remain and Reform yeah thing, yeah. Yeah, and I think you know we just have thing. to be realistic about we just mm. have to be realistic about expectations you know the UK is not going to walk back in and reform freedom of movement no. it's just not gonna it's just not gonna happen no. um the UK is not going to walk back in and get this new thing it wants yeah for a for a while and I mean we have to be we have to be realistic about about what about what remain means and we've seen from the uh ecj judgment. Which I discover, which I, I've just discovered, that a judgment from a court doesn't have the first "e" in it, like judgment, as in using your judgment. Oh, is does. that the
1: difference? I always thought there yeah, were never the two alternate spellings. Yeah. You
0: could just no, which I which I never which I never knew. Um, a lawyer told me told me that. Oh, I, I'm skeptical. Um, having used the wrong one, I was tipped off about it really? by a by a by a lawyer. Yeah. Mm. So, um, but. What the ECJ judgment says is we return in the status quo ex ante. We return, uh, well, we don't return. We stay because yeah. we have leave. Um, we stay with the same deal. And I have to say a big shout out here. I don't know if he listens, but to JC Pires, who said this all yeah. along, that there was simply no legal basis for uh, the, for the UK remaining on any other basis yeah. without having to make treaty changes and so on. Yeah. Uh, which I agreed with him about, but he's he's said this for, forever, yeah. essentially, and uh, has been told that it would be politically impossible, and blah blah blah, and blah blah blah, and that's what, and actually that's what the ECJ said. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we that doesn't mean that we come back in the same political terms. Yeah, exactly. Um, in that our position will be will be different will be different, and I, I don't think you should sell. I don't think you should. I don't think Remain should sell unicorns either, and it's not about. Um, It's not about moral purity or anything like that. It's that it doesn't work. It's that when uh, things are exposed as not being true, then credibility is lost and you can't come back from that. And it feeds into the narrative that everybody lied Mm. um, and everybody does lie, um, and that's just the way it is, so why listen to you? And, I mean, I've seen a worrying thing. I think the Remain and Reform thing... um, Now, this is not to say... It's not the same thing that, for example, uh, uh, people with another Europe is possible say, and that's a left-wing, long-term reform across uh, Europe, yeah. cross EU organization. That's a little bit different to it being a British member of a, a British member of that, for example. But I don't like I don't really like the remain and reform mantra. And also, you know, we've had some uh, questionable, well, not questionable, false claims. Being made by uh, by Remain campaigns, and it just doesn't work. You know, it's it, it doesn't matter if it pulls well; it doesn't matter if it goes yeah, down well. and have to be groups. honest. Once it gets called out, once it, once dishonesty of an organisation gets called out, the credibility disappears, and also others are left defending that credibility rather than yeah, put, trying to it's put the of energy. trying to put the case for.
1: It drives me crazy. So it's, I think we, yeah, yeah it's and, totally and, Well, trendy. let's be specific here. With I think there's one one issue that. Um, we both um picked up on this in this past week and it was um, um one, it was in the people's vote leaflet wasn't it the yeah, the yeah. issue about the um the thirty nine billion being um, pitched as 50,
0: well fifty well fifty billion they said which which actually is a, is, a, is a top end estimate but i'd give them a pass on that because i think the bill will be a bit bigger anyway but whatever it and is the figure is not within the realm not without the realm of possibility so we're not, i'm not we're not criticizing that it, it's I mean. the fact
1: that the figure is being presented as um, a divorce bill it's being presented as a bill um and what are we getting for our money and this drives yeah. me absolutely crazy because how long have we been going on about this is these are commitments this is money's owed this is what you've said you were going to spend, and you can't just sort of walk away from it. These, are, these are things that you owe. This is not yeah. about this is about settling your bills. It's not about making a, a payment. It's not about alimony. It's not about you know, Yeah. So, and, and it's, not puni- it's not punitive it's certainly not punitive. I mean that's that's not it's not transactional and it's not punitive. It's paying your debts. Yeah. And <laughs>
0: but well sorry, no
1: go. No, on. as I was gonna say, for, for 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 our side to be um, using that language to, to be um, using that uh, to to be using that framing that false framing because you know presumably they've they found that it polls well that it, it, it you know it, it's an argument that seems to uh, register with some people. I, mean, I just think that, that makes me incredibly angry and, and and unhappy. I just you know don't do that
0: if it's yeah. not it's not accurate. Christ, when are we going to start being honest with people? And what they said was a uh, fifty billion in return for nothing in, for nothing in yeah. return. Um, well, yeah, you, you don't get something in return for paying your credit card bill. Well, um, you've already than, spent it. I mean. other, yeah, you've already spent it. Exactly, precisely, you've already committed. You've already committed the money. Steve Pearce made the point that not all of the money is necessarily that. I mean, he and I disagree about whether the commitment to the MFF was binding or not. Um, he thinks the annual budget are absolutely binding. He's not convinced that the MFF. Was, is binding in the same way. I actually think the F- MFF was a, was a, was a commitment right. as well. So we, people um, aren't so, going to
1: necessarily understand that. So we're talking about the current multi-annual financial framework, which is the MFF. Sorry, yes. So what happens is... Which goes up to the end yeah, of so there's Yeah, so there are seven-year budget cycles where, um, obviously at the beginning of the current budget cycle, which expires um, next year, um, at the beginning of that, that bu- budget cycle, so the current budget cycle, obviously... Um, uh, Brexit was only a twinkle in Nigel Farage's eye. Um, nobody thought that by the end of this budgetary period, the UK would have left. Uh, and therefore, yeah. um, the argument is um, the commitments that were made for that for that entire multiannual financial framework, the, the MFF, um, should be our commitments that must be settled. And and so what you're saying is that you know there there is some debate. Over whether it's the
0: entire seven-year years, the last, year two period, year, the last or, whether the, the yeah whether the last year year and three quarters after bre- where, when Brexit day would be uh, were actually a commitment in the same way as the annual the annual budgets that are decided up to Brexit day are, and obviously the the outstanding payments on annual budgets are very very clear, um, and the MFF is uh, uh, a commitment to ceilings not to actu- not to actual spending, so there is an argument there, but his point was that um, what you got in return for the, rest of, for, the re- for the rest of the money, the rest of the MFF, the bit that's in doubt that it was a legal, legally binding commitment, is you got the transition period. What the rest of the money is, is the contributions yeah. to the EU budget that the, UK, that the UK would have paid if it was a member, yeah. and in return it, effect, in effect, gets the same terms as membership. Yeah. But because it's not a member, it doesn't get access to decision making. But it gets a single market. It gets continued cap payments. It gets continued regional payments. Yeah. It gets continued access to to every EU program, and so on and so on and so forth. Yeah. So, and the UK government asked for that. So, even so on both levels, this doesn't work. Yeah. Most of the money wasn't for anything in return. It was to pay off our. Um, it was to pay off. Uh, it, it's, it was a commitment to meet our obligations. Yeah. It's totally unfair to characterise it as anything else. The rest of it, we very much did get something in return. We got the transition period, which we asked yeah. for. Plus, there would be no uh, withdrawal agreement without it, because this is a, because settling your debts is a fundamental uh, first, principle, first principle, first condition of there being a withdrawal yeah. agreement. So it's not true. It's a, 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 a definitely a, a, a misleading framing. Mm. But more importantly as well, it's an ERG speaking point. I mean, Andrea... And Jen- Andrea Jenkins basically said the same thing today. Mm. Um, and the ERG have used exactly the same line. And you don't win by using e- by using ERG. We're not going to win by using ERG lines. Mm. Um, it's just not going to no, exactly. work. However well it
1: goes. Well, it well pulls. it's accepting their framing. Because all ERG,
0: have, all ERG has to say is we agree. It's for nothing. Yeah. You get fuck all in return. Yeah. And we go, oh, well, hang on a minute. We do get this and this and this. And the ERG can say... Well you'd have to pay this if you are a member and we don't think you get anything for being a member. And say so, of course you do for being a member, you get this, this, and this. And they say, Well, that's just the same as transition. Which it is. <laughs> so I mean using this line is using this using these lines, and it was the lead line in the in the leaflet, so I was really, really pissed off. Yeah, I know, I know really you know. Really <laughs> and I, I, was, oh, I was, to was some too. degree more pissed off I was to, to some degree more pissed off with other remainers who were kind of going, Well, I don't really see the yeah. I don't really see the issue yeah. with it. You just won't win, you'll be exposed uh, you can't use lines that can be exposed as untruth. What you're giving your yeah. opponents a gift here—you're yeah. giving them an absolute yeah. gift. So please, please don't do this. But also, there's a wider point as well. I mean, there's been a few things with people's vote this week, and um, there was the report—the the report into EEA or, or Norway, Norway Plus—which um, seemed to lose its paragraph extolling the virtues of freedom of movement mm. between it being drafted by Jonathan Lace and People's Vote, mm. uh, putting it out. So we end up with a situation where Freedom of Movement, the, the the paragraph on Freedom of Movement was in the chapter Problems with the <sighs> EA. And the par- and the paragraph said uh, it will not stop Freedom of Movement. So it was saying it w- the fact that it won't stop Freedom of Movement is yeah. a problem, which has obviously pissed, pissed a, l- <laughs> a lot of rightly people off, including so, me. Um, yeah, rightly rightly so. so, honestly. But, but also, the... The people who are going to have to grant an extension for a people's for a people's vote see this stuff. EU twenty seven see mm. this stuff and go, oh, for God's sake! Mm. Well, after all of that negotiation, after. Mm. They're telling us that it's for nothing. They're telling us that the money's the money's for nothing. Well, why did we give them transition? Screw well, them. Well, exactly. And they see and they and they see freedom of movement not being not being defended and posited as a problem, yeah. and say, well, fuck. If you don't want freedom of movement, why don't you leave? Well,
1: it, exactly. It, it just it makes my heart sink. It makes me. It makes the EU part of my identity think. Well, just fuck off. Just just go mm. because you know.
0: If, if you're going because com- leave argument for it's leaving, exactly, We're it's using exactly exactly arguments it's for exactly leaving. It's exactly what was wrong
1: with the Remain campaign last time round. It's exactly what was wrong with the Remain campaign last time round. Last time round, it was all well. Yeah, we know the EU sucks, but it, it doesn't suck yeah. as bad as leaving. You know, and 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 that was why we lost because nobody could make. The case, which is right there, and many people are making right now, but why bloody hell can't our... We've spent years uh, trying to uh, make it and and trying to dispel this fucking myth. There's such a great positive case to be made for the EU. So what the bloody hell are are, are our own team doing, you know, carry on with these negative, crappy messages and framings, which are not even accurate?
0: And I, I mean, I have sort say, as, as one of the as one of the British in Europe who's having their freedom of movement taken away from them as well. Um, the uh, which we have been campaigning with the the, the the British government and with the and with the Commission and with the EU twenty seven uh, to have got to, to have been different in the, to have to have been preserved in the withdrawal agreement unsuc- uns- unsuccessfully. Um, to then have you know freedom of movement seen as a, seen as a, pro- inadver- I mean, potentially inadvertently, that's not the, it's not really the point. Mm. It was posited as, it was posited as a problem. And what you're saying is, and um, Garvan Walsh chipped in on this in the discussion, mm. Garvan Walsh, the v- friend of the podcast, been on before, um, who was an ad- advisor to Cameron, no? Well, he was Tory, who, Tory
1: party central office. Tory party.
0: Yeah, he yeah, was to- Tory advisor on Europe on, um, on and was policy, there in yeah. Europe on foreign policy, and was there during the campaign. And he said that they were totally hamstrung. The campaign was totally hamstrung by having to say, we get that you don't like freedom of movement, but it's worth it for mm. the single market. Instead of saying yeah. the single market's brilliant and freedom of movement's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And be, for political reasons, they weren't allowed to do that. And he, he is certain that that absolutely ha- hamstrung the, the hamstrung the campaign. Sweet. And we can't, yeah. we we really can't do this again. Um, but it is... It, and yeah. yeah, I mean... It was, and uh, to be honest, as well, I mean, there's been a bit of a bubbling up here uh, about about these issues about about the central central campaign, which seems to be, which also seems to be a quite a centralised campaign. That um, there's been a bubbling up, particularly from from EU citizens in the UK, saying you won't defend, fr- you know, you won't defend freedom of movement, you see, there's a problem. You won't defend uh, v- votes for the uh, three million. You haven't talked about. Citizens' rights—you've left that—you've left that to us. Um, you don't want uh, EU citizens in the UK on people's vote platforms. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's been a—it's mm. um, it, been a—it's been a—it's been a. These things are, are, are a bad strategy in terms of the campaign, and it's—it's it's driven away some of the most vehement and loud and effective campaigners. Yeah. Actually, as, as well as being a gift to our opponents, I yeah. think so. No, I, I think please, so. please rethink this. Don't. The fact, that it, the fact that somebody says something is good in a focus group, that was, again, the, the failed campaign. Mm. Um, well, the focus groups. Was, was based on what pulled well and wow. went. Remember, the Project Fear pulled very lead, well. That's why Lead, don't it was follow. Used.
1: Lead, don't follow, for Christ's sake. That's, you know, the, the, everything yeah. wrong with our politics today is that people forget to lead, they just follow. I mean, for Christ's sake, yeah. start leading,
0: you know? Follow you move you move the dial that's what yeah, we've all been yeah, trying to do for yeah. the last two years is to move the dial and just as we are getting successful there seems to be a sort of uh, inherent conservatism going oh christ no it, don't it's baked into don't...
1: political activism it seems in the expect i mean i'm not i don't know i'm sure it's everywhere but i mean it just seems to be sort of it, it seems to have become an orthodoxy in in political activism yeah. with professional lobbyists and professional activists and so on
0: but you it, just go with yeah, that you, hmm.
1: you you you've you know, I mean, I'm. I'm not, we're not. I'm not. I'm. Not, I'm an amateur. I'm. I'm not even an amateur. I, I. I. just know what feels right and what feels wrong. And 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 it. It, it feels wrong to be um, following these negative framings. Um, I felt. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely. feel that's why we lost last time around, you know, and deservedly so. Uh, well, actually, think,
0: you know. But I think. Well, I think the big thing is not is nobody should think that. You know, it was good last time. We were just unlucky. We weren't. No, we, we weren't really. unlucky. It was a bad it was a bad campaign and a much better campaign, won yeah. it. Okay, and it won it it won it, it, it with illegal activity and yeah, so but, on. Yeah. Um, um, but it yeah. So um, it, doing the same thing again and hoping that your side the other side isn't as good as last time isn't gonna no. isn't gonna work at all no. here. So um yeah, but also there's an, but also there's an expectation management thing here as well. It's pointless. It's not just it's not just about Getting a referendum and then winning a referendum. Um, if you tell people, it's also about our politics. It's also, I mean, one of the reasons I care so much about Brexit, is because of what it's done to our, what it's doing to society mm. and what it's done what it's doing to politics. And I don't see any way to fix that, press reset if Brexit goes ahead, because I think it embeds all of these things. It embeds the yeah. the, the things the winners got, which is what we the total catastrophe going on in in Westminster at the moment. Show, uh, show what we've got there. Um, so it embeds it if we it embeds it if we do that. But if um, if we get a referendum and then win it on a, on the basis that we're going to march back in and explain to the EU what it, what's done. I mean, somebody was say somebody quite serious. I can't remember who it was. But somebody quite serious said uh, we should be able to get the Cameron deal on the table again. Oh no. <laughs> I just couldn't believe that somebody. I hardly knew where to begin to explain and, and why. That was we are going to have to thinking. fight so
1: hard against that kind of mentality because for, you know for damn sure that there are going to be people doing that. And 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 this is I, this is one of the things that bothered me slightly about the reaction to the uh, Court of Justice um, uh, ruling um, yesterday it was well fantastic. See, we're going to get back in and we're going to get all our current. It's going to be exactly uh, as things were. We're going to get all our all our perks. It's going to be a fantastic deal. Like yeah, okay, we know that and we know how that we know that that is 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 a selling point but you know it makes my heart sing to to hear people um latch on to that as like well we can all just sort of rewind history and it'll be fine and we'll go back in and we'll reform the eu and you know and 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 you
0: don't you don't rewind history no no, and you get the same you get the same terms and conditions but that doesn't mean history's been
1: absolutely absolutely and um if, if 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 we go into a new um, referendum campaign and um, the campaign uh, and and my team are making the pitch, um, uh, we'll go back in. But we've listened to you, and don't worry, we'll go back in. We'll change the EU. You know, forget forget it. You know,
0: forget my no. But the, the, forget you're not going to have yeah, my support. Like, the, the, yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the the pitch is the opposite of that. The pitch is we'll get back in. Get get and we'll address the and we'll address the problems in the yeah. UK. Yeah, No you know.
1: And it's not. It's not. Um, I'm not saying that EU doesn't. You know, we, Christ. Anybody who's listened to this podcast and who knows me knows no. that I'm I'm absolutely an advocate for EU reform, but not some kind of shitty British. Well, you know, naughty EU made us do these bad things, and we're coming back in and we're going to fix it because naughty EU needs fixing. And you know. um We're sorry, everyone.
0: No, (laughs) but the same again. But it's again the it's the same attitude of soft and hard levers about respectively EFTA and the WTO. You know, oh, EFTA will be fine. We'll just change the we'll just change the treaties and change the rules, and we'll start vetoing stuff, even though it means a veto for the rest of them. And if that's a problem, we'll change the rules so it doesn't mean that. Um, And we'll uh, and we'll enforce and we'll invoke the what is it, Article One Twelve. We'll invoke Article 112 that nobody's ever invoked before um, and we'll have consequences for everybody. But that'll be fine. They'll love it. And, of course, we've seen they don't, they don't, no. <laughs> they don't love it. Yeah. And, um, and the same for the WTO. People go, ah, yeah, yeah, but now we'll have our own voice on the WTO. We'll be able to change it. There's 167 members <laughs> of the that, WTO yeah. and it works <laughs> by consensus. The WTO is not sitting there. After the WTO and the EU are not sitting there going... You know, drumming their fingers Drumming their fingers away, going, If only we if only we knew what to do. Hopefully when the Brits arrive, they'll explain it to us and we'll be <laughs> and we'll know what to do. You know they're not do, they're not doing that. We have to be realistic about our, our place in the world. And one of the biggest arguments for remaining in the EU is specifically that our play for the world is di- play for the world of if 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 diminished by it. We have to. We, I have. We we have to preempt
1: um, a point that we were going to come to later in the conversation mm. because the, today we read that senior Tories
0: briefed the press that uh, Ireland should know its place. It does know its place. It knows its place in the EU with a veto over a future trade deal and an effective veto over. Uh, the withdrawal agreement. The arrogance and, we need- <laughs> and
1: fucking idiocy of the people who actually thought that briefing this kind of shit to the press would m- put, present them in anything but the most shitty light possible. If anybody yeah. needs to know their place in the world, it is the people who are leading the UK into this fucking Brexit pit of despair. You know, know your place. <laughs> know your place. If, you know, you're lucky. You're lucky to be in the EU because it has masked... your true place in the world for these last sort of 20, 30, 40 years. And to think that you can leave the EU and then sort of march, you know, John Redwood and co, you're going to march into the WTO (laughs) and everybody's going to be listening to your tune. I mean, the the arrogance is making me apoplectic
0: and inarticulate with rage. (laughs) But my, my, my view about these things, we keep seeing stuff like this. This is completely deliberate and it's for two reasons. It's people who want No Deal. I mean, you know, the people saying you, the ERG saying you have to go and renegotiate the deal. There will be no renegotiation, by the way. We'll come to that. Saying you have to go and renegotiate the deal, they don't want the deal to be renegotiated. They want me to come back and say I couldn't renegotiate yeah. it, or to come back with fuck all, so that they can say we, so that they can push No Deal. Yeah. They want No Deal. They want a hard border in Ireland. Yeah. We've got to remember that. And the other thing they want to do is they want to po- they want to poison the well. Yeah with uh with e member states as yeah. well. Because that makes Remain less likely yeah. as well. They want they want to poison the world. Well. They want to get they it want to want th- their fucking war. They want to get it Yeah, they want to get it to the point where it would be where it would be impossible for the for effectively impossible for the UK to stay be caught because it would because it would be yeah, so nationalists. By that, 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 yeah, absolutely. This is an, and it's entirely deliberate. we saw with Andrea Jenkins today uh reading from the, very clearly reading from a prepared yeah. prepared script. Talking absolute shite about of these kind of talking yeah. points, yeah. So, um, yeah, we need we need to be uh, total total vigilance total vigilance about this, um, absolutely to 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 call it out. Um, on the um, on the so, should we go through what yeah. happened yesterday? I mean, yesterday was an insane. Day. We started doing just sort of days chronologically, Mondays chronologically, haven't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> um so the so the the amazing news was the uh, uh, the court case the ECj case yeah. the judgment uh, that the, uh, uh, the the UK can revoke article 50 unilaterally uh, it remains on the same terms um it can do it up to the point of departure and that includes uh, any agreed extension period which would have to the extension would have to be agreed uh by unanimity in Council of Member States, but that uh but that, that counts as the two year yeah. that counts as part of the two year article Article fifty period. Um so I mean I think this is an absolute I think this is a, a, a huge game changer. And um I've been involved very, very tangentially because Alan's been mm. Alan's been involved but it was ongoing uh before before I started working working with Alan. And I have to say that the people involved in the case took a lot of flack, and they took a lot of yeah. flack from remainers saying, "Oh, what if they come back and say there 's conditions on it or what if they come back and say it 's not possible mm. to revoke mm. and so on and so forth um, But the arguments were all there, and I have always believed that that it was uh, that, it, that it was likely that they would that they would find that. But you never know what a court will say i 've always thought the arguments were there, mm. um, so yeah, I think there's an absolute game changer, I think the reason it 's a game changer is that um, that uh, th- there simply isn 't a choice between the deal and no deal—that's just not true. The choice is the choice between no deal, yeah. deal, and remaining, uh, and that's a that's a fact. It's absolute bullshit mm-hmm. to, to say it's anything else. But I think more than that, and I think it's really important that M- that MPs know that. And I think there's been there's already been an impact on uh, on on the way MPs are yeah. talking about things. Yeah. as a result Well, I look of at it. Major today um, talking is, about
1: it's time to um, revoke Article Fifty. I mean, that's look at that. Did you see yeah. that?
0: Yeah, mm. I did, yeah. I mean, I, I don't necessarily think... <laughs> weirdly, I don't necessarily think it is. No, I
1: agree, but the point is, I, but, we're now but, getting yeah. senior
0: UK politicians saying, let's revoke. Who, yeah, yeah. whereas uh, nobody... nobody. Yeah, that hasn't been... So that's a nice shovel a of the luna- Overton this window. This was a lunatic fringe view, yeah. like, three yeah. months ago. Yeah. So the Overton window has massively shifted. Yeah. But I think the, the, I think the most important thing about it is it means that, to me, I, I, I think, it means that no deal is now a choice. Yeah. So it remains as a def- it remains absolutely possible. It remains as a default setting if nothing happens. Um, if there's no ratification of the deal and Parliament and the government and Parliament do nothing, yeah. it would be a no deal exit. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, this idea that there's an accidental exit simply because there isn't a majority for any for any version of Brexit or a majority or a majority for remain ceases to be ceases to be true because the government the government can either depending on we're wait, actually possibly waiting for another le- legal judgement on what the government would have to do to revoke article 50 or what the uk what process the uk would have to mean um have to do and opinion split part some legal opinion thinks that the government can could do it unilaterally without uh it it wouldn't need parliament's consent to do it Others who I tend to, uh, I tend to agree with, uh, for for various reasons, uh, think that it would need Parliament's consent. They would need legislation to to do it. Um, but they can do it. That's the point. Yeah. So not doing it, if we get to March, not doing it is a choice. Yeah, it's a conscious choice by the government not to do it, and it's a choice they can make. But. What they're doing, if they do that, they're saying the catastrophe of no deal is worth it for these reasons, for the reasons that we're not going to do it. Um, Now, you can argue about whether they're likely to or not. To me, that's that's an entirely different question. It's now a conscious choice to act or not to act. And it's guaranteed that the outcome would would be that in law. So uh, so this this kills that argument completely, I think.
1: There are there are sins of commission and there are sins of omission and the, and the, uh, triggering Article 50, the, the letter that um, was hand delivered to Donald Tusk um, was a sin of commission. Mm. Um, that set the ball rolling and led us to this point. Um, letting it roll right through the way through to the end to 29th of March and then leaving without a deal would be a sin of omission. I mean, it would be a sin of commission yeah, two a- years ago and it would be a sin of omission for having omitted to revoke
0: Article 51. We yes, know it a- could. It's an, it's an act in itself. The decision to not act is an act in yeah. itself. There's also this, um, this example used in moral philosophy about this. that uh, Say you have, uh, you're uh, standing on the steps of a bank um, and... Uh, a gunman runs past with a shown off shown off shotgun with the police half a block away behind him and uh, you can you you know in that moment you can stick your foot out and trip him over and you 'll fall on the you 'll fall on the stairs and the police will be there by the time he by the time he has a chance to do anything uh for the it 's a thought experiment, so you have to accept those premises for it to work. I don't want any people tweeting saying, oh, there's no way, the, half a block, there's no way the police would have arrived in time for that. It's a thought experiment. I was just thinking, sure half a block's probably a bit yeah, too much. Yeah, I know, I could see Chris's face. Chris was looking, Chris had his uh, sceptical thinking face
1: on there. Oh, for this thought no experiment, let's clear. reduce the distance. <laughs> Quarter of a block.
0: We don't do blocks anyway. Come on, couple so hundred metres. We're doing Brussels. We're doing Brussels. Do we? Um, yeah. No, we don't. We're do in Excel anyway. What would you know? Don't live in Excel. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, um, uh, so the person knows that he can stick his foot out and, and, stop whatever's going to happen on the other side. I mean, he's running into a bank with a shotgun. Um, the per- however, the person's a pacifist, so he doesn't believe in violence. And he said he's a pacifist. He doesn't want to go back on his word and won't, won't commit, a, won't commit an act of his word that he, he, he will not support or commit an act of violence. Um, well, tough taste. you have to <laughs> that's your decision you've did, that's still a decision not to do it if you don't do it the gunman runs in and shoots three people if you do it um three people aren't three people on shot so uh this isn't uh, to decide not to do it is an act of omission there's no keeping your hands clean here and saying you know put your hands up and say look i didn't do anything it can't be my fault no, it was a decision not to act, and that's what Article—that's what the Article 50 case and unilateral revocation mm. means—is that it is a decision. It's a decision not to act. I mean, I there's a raging discussion about whether May would take us over the cliff edge or not, mm. and about whether Parliament can stop them or not. Um, that's a different discussion, but it's a, it would be a choice for her too. Um, and I think that's what we need to get over, and we need to push that that uh, that it would that it would be a choice. We need to get out of this idea. Um, I mean, it is the default option if nobody does anything, but we've got to get out of this idea that the government's policy of not doing it is an immutable fact of the universe. (laughs) It's not. It's a choice. Yes, they they,
1: they constantly present it as a straight binary choice between this deal or no deal. Uh, But by their own admission... The, 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 all this money that she spent last week on Facebook ads and touring the country. A hundred thousand. on Facebook she, ads. She she was fucking you know, believe it? She was telling one group of people, uh, well, it's choice between this deal or no deal. But then she was busy telling another group of people, well, it's a choice between this deal and no Brexit. And so hmm. she knows, even before the ruling came, she knows that no Brexit is an optional ruler. I mean, if she said she knew, I mean, she may have been lying. Yeah, but, yeah absolutely. You know, so um if 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 one of the choices here that she's presenting to people is no brexit how does how does that happen yeah yeah so we know how it happens well we know so and therefore (laughs) presumably she knows so she knows that she could do that so therefore if she doesn't do that
0: that is a conscious choice well there is i mean there are rumors that um the there were reports that cabinet has discussed Uh, a, a referendum, a final yeah. say. So, um, and there were also unconfirmed reports that they would be. Uh, uh, and I've, I've had a lot of people ask me about this actually. That the what the government would do is that they would, they would try to make sure that it was a no deal versus the deal yeah. referendum, which they think which they think they can win. Mm. I have to say, I'm not sure they can win that. Either, <laughs> as it oh, happens, Christ, that's a massive imagine? fucking oh. risk in my view. Oh. Um, but of it course, the is in the, the que- the question is in the legislation, so there, would be, so there would be an opportunity to amend that. So I don't think they could. But, I think it would be very hard for them to push that through. But then, to be I mean,
1: would they be. And would, would they even be able to do that before the 29th of March? Because they wouldn't get an extension well, for it, would they?
0: No, well, that's the other thing. I mean, as. Uh, again, Steve. Sorry, I was going about. I'm such a Steve Pierce fanboy, sorry. You've seen he's done an annotated version of the. He's done an anta- annotated version of the withdrawal agreement with suge- suggestions for amendments. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. Honestly, God, amazing. I, I don't know how he does it. I'm such a fanboy. So somebody else. Sorry.
1: Somebody else um, was. Um, somebody's famous was was also talking Steve Pearce up
0: today. Rightly so. Well, so, well, full so, so should, it. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I think he's he's brilliant. We disagree about quite a lot of things, but um, he, he's you know. Probably right, <laughs> most of them, all of them. Uh, but no, he was pointing out that it doesn't. It's not a good look to have um, the EU saying we're putting condition. You know, we're we're saying what you have to. We're saying what you vote on, and I, I kind of agree. But on the other hand, the, the EU has to assess whether it's in their interests or, or not. Mm-hmm. And as I've said all along, I just don't see that uh, giving an extension for. For something that means there might still be no deal in the future, but with no agency left of the, the EU, yeah. I don't uh, would be a, would 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 be in their interest. It's I, I, just more uncertainty and more can kicking. I, I think do, they'd I rather have yeah. it now if it was going to happen. So I don't yeah. see why it should
1: be seen as presenting conditions. I mean, it's like, well, okay, so what's your question going to be? Right. Well, no, we're not going to give you a an extension we won't do for that. For that no. no, that's not putting yeah, down. A, that's not putting down conditions. It's you yeah. tell us what you want, and we'll tell you what we're going to do.
0: Yeah, yeah. You tell us something yeah, well, different. Exactly, we might do yeah. something different. Yeah, it's not putting a condition on it. It's right. making a decision as to whether they will grant yeah. an extension or not, which is yeah. their decision. I mean, so you can
1: you can certainly advise. You can certainly give give some hint, you know, uh, beforehand as to what your decision is likely to be based on what you expect to hear. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah.
0: Quite. You know, yeah. So we, we, we've speaking, speaking of the, yeah, speaking of things that you aren't to agree to. Should we move yes. on? Yes. Yes, this, this,
1: this was, this was, this had, this left me feeling utterly, utterly, um, depressed. uh, uh, So after last week's Are you talking about
0: yesterday, are you talking about yesterday in Parliament by any chance? Yes, I am,
1: yeah. So, so, so the... the, the, Monday in Parliament... It entirely took the wind out of my sails, um... Last week's interesting and exciting developments, where we had the Grieve amendment and um, all these very interesting flowcharts and diagrams of what might happen, all all based on the <laughs> premise that the vote was going to take place as as yeah. it had as they had said it would. Suddenly, right up until the right up until the morning that they said it wouldn't, yeah. suddenly they were still saying And that. you know, I I. I, I one is, I think it's important for the record. You know, should should, should one, one day somebody listen back to these podcasts as a historical record? I, I don't think this counts as a historical record. I, I felt so cheated and depressed and and despondent. Um, it, it it felt like it felt like an executive coup. It felt like I mean I I I used hyperbole. Yeah, I, I mean I, I concede it was a complete hyperbole, but I I it felt like. Setting the rice tag on fire. It felt like, you know. Okay, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah, I take your point. James. Well, it's hyperbole, you know. It's it's a literary device. We're allowed to use it. Um, duly marked as such, but um, <laughs> you know, um, to it, it feels it feels i can hardly speak he's so I, angry well i am finding it difficult to, <laughs> to 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 find words to express my feelings for this it, it feels um, like it feels like a really scummy move <laughs> really shitty move yeah. to um, save her own skin uh, it, it feels after th- after 3 days of debate as well yeah uh, and and, and yeah, two days because of, yeah, you know
0: 3 days of debate.
1: why i mean if 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 she had been Given advice suggesting that, well, you know what, maybe she could go and get some amendments that would make this more palatable and would change the voting. But she she will know <laughs> that she can't. The yeah. EU could not have been more emphatic about this, and it is obvious. And she herself has been telling everybody that she can't. Yeah, she's been
0: telling everyone. She, she has yeah. been saying
1: this is the best deal possible. We can't get a better deal than this. She has yeah. been. She knows what the, the backstop is.
0: And it's on the backstop. I mean, yes. that's the, that's the thing as well. It's on the backstop. It's on the it's it's on the backstop, and it's not even on a detail of the backstop. It's on a fucking immovable yes. Yes. object the of, the backstop, of the backstop. Which it, the principle of the backstop is that if it all goes completely to tits, and there's no uh, there's no withdru- there's no uh, agreement on the future relationship, or frankly, if we fucking know it won't, the future relationship doesn't avoid the need for a backstop. Mm. Narrator, it won't. <laughs> Based on the UK's current red lines, yeah. the only one that could would be a single market yeah. and customs union membership. We know that that's a fucking fact. Um, that uh, this has to persist. You can't have somebody saying, "Well, no, I'm not going to accept that. I'm not going to accept that future relationship uh, for reasons." Um, therefore, I'm also going to cut. I'm also going to end the. I'm also going to end the backstop. I mean, what would be the fucking point in having a backstop? The backstop is totally irrelevant. To be a backstop, it has to be an immovable object. So this is an immovable object, and the backstop is an immovable object in the withdrawal agreement. Nor has been, and pretending it's not um, <laughs> is just a completely absurd. So even if the withdrawal agreement was reopened, that wouldn't happen. And actually, May made a good point in the comments as well. If She said, if we, re- if we did reopen it, if it was possible to reopen it, everything would be reopened. Yeah. You can't reopen it for one thing, and everybody would want to have another go. EU member states, well, of
1: course, and, and been, yeah.
0: where the negotiations have been led by the Commission, EU member states, once they're not led by the Commission, would then want to go with their, their things. And France would at fisheries, and Spain would at Gibraltar, and so on. And there was and so forth. there was a, there a very
1: good uh, piece of so reporting, it's not and you shouldn't want it. Yeah, and there was a very good piece of reporting by Jennifer Rankin in in, in the Guardian today as well, which was precisely um picking up on comments by uh EU diplomats from no- a number of member states tearing their hair out in frustration that London mm. does not seem to understand how difficult it was to get the 27 to agree this thing that the that the the, yeah. the, the, the the withdrawal agreement is seen by those 27 as a massive fucking gift to the UK yeah this is not the, some kind the, of the, the- this is absurd. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. This is not some kind of imposition on the UK. This is a fucking gift. You got a great yeah. deal. And for then for the UK then to go for the, the UK lot to go you know, for the negotiators to go back to the U
0: to to, to to Westminster and say You know that thing we asked for <laughs> yeah. and begged you to give us and it took ages to get you yeah. to give us well you can fuck off with yeah. it. That's what we're telling them <laughs> yeah. to go and say. Fuck off with you giving us the thing yeah. we asked for. Yeah. Stick it up your yeah, ass. Yeah.
1: So you know, what do you think is <laughs> gonna happen bonkers. if you go
0: back and reopen it? What do you think is gonna happen?
1: What do you think's gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, you're gonna get absolutely. Screwed gonna over. Get I, mean, screwed. I mean you're gonna come away
0: much worse yeah. than you were. Yeah, completely. It's like a it's like it's like appeal. You can get a higher sentence on appeal. You don't necessarily get it quashed, you know? Especially um, if if you're
1: acting in contempt of
0: court. <laughs> And you've called the judge a cunt, yeah. you know, which effectively is what happened. So, yeah. You dropped the C bomb. So, repeat, repeat, repeatedly. You know, fucking hell. No, no, but this, but this, but this is this has been this has been in the in the narrative from the UK side from the very the very beginning, and this is something that I can't emphasize enough. The the EU side just is totally bewildered mm-hmm. by, you know. That the customs union is an attempt by the U- attempt a vicious attempt by the EU to lock the UK into its empire. <laughs> no, it's not. It's massively financial benefit, ba- financially beneficial for you. It's massively <laughs> yeah. beneficial for and, your and trade. The, and the, you and know, we we, were, we we really didn't really want to really want to give you yeah. that because it was such a, such a big goody. And the, and the same with a single mar- and the same with a single market. So, okay, you have a re- you, you have a red light you have a red line on the, you have a red line on, on the on single single market membership yeah and well, that's great but you're not you're not going to get elsewhere you know you can have single market membership and that's a present to you that's not an attempt to lock you into anything right. it's an attempt for mutual mutual prosperity uh, and, and you, and, you know? know hang
1: on the backstop the backstop uh, being presented yes. as an attempt by Brussels to colonise the UK or to break up the ah. UK You yeah, know what it is it is an it is an attempt. By your neighbours and your friends to preserve a peace agreement, an international yes. treaty that you fucking signed to stop a war on your which territory, killed your which killed 3,000 yeah, of your own of people. Of your citizens. Yeah. Yeah. You should be Absolutely. on your knees thanking them.
0: Yeah, completely. I mean, Jesus Christ, this is... ah. Uh, this is why this is why people have such a low view of the UK. It means these things that, 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 mean, that have led to people having such a, a low view of the UK and the inability to see this. This isn't about taking. This isn't about taking one side or the other. It's about the objective benefits have, of, uh, uh, of each. Have we ever I mean, seen? I mean, a more
1: unbelievably incompetent, arrogant, useless bunch of fucking useless losers. So I'm getting quite angry. No. No. As as we see managing this process, oh, it just makes me so un- angry.
0: And the, the I mean, the annexation thing was was a massive line cross for me. I mean, the idea—can you imagine it? You just imagine it. I just you know imagine the commission the commission meeting room. You know. <laughs> With them, or, or, the, or the council meeting room, with a sitting, ooh, ooh, all fitting. I see. I sit, smell all an all opportunity
1: sitting, to colonise Northern Ireland. All sitting, <laughs>
0: yeah, all sitting rubbing right with their hands. Going, you know, I've always had, I've always had my eye on Belfast. Ooh. Can we get that? Do you think? <coughs> and I mean, no offence to our uh, to our Northern Irish uh, listeners uh, listeners in Northern Ireland, um, but yeah, no offence. But if you were if your plan was to colonise places, I don't know. I don't, I'd I don't either know. go I don't somewhere mean, with massive natural. I'd either go for somewhere with massive natural resources or somewhere with really good weather. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go for. I wouldn't go for Northern Ireland. I wouldn't go for the North of England where I'm from either. You know. So if yeah, if the policy was annexation, I'd be looking at the Maldives and places like that. Well, you know, uh, it <laughs> makes me so cross. So, but yeah. you know what? I- so current. So, oh no, go on, go on. I go. you So the, yeah. So what's currently happening is that. Uh, Theresa May is uh, going around hmm. uh, EU capitals, not Dublin. My no, she, is she going to Dublin's Dublin tomorrow, sorry. apparently. She hmm. is going to Dublin, hmm. is she? Okay. Um, being, told, <laughs> being told where to go, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> ironically, um, by uh, by EU leaders and getting locked in. <laughs> getting locked in mm. cars in, in
1: various European yeah, capitals. The German car maker is desperately trying to save her from, from herself. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what, that's exactly that what I, thought, <laughs> I, I
0: just thought. I just thought, yeah, the, the computer in that Mercedes knows that <laughs> knows that you've got no chance. Yeah. You, you, know go you don't want to go out there. You don't want to go out there, Seriously, it, you do not want to get out yeah. of this car right now. <laughs> it's part of its passenger protection <laughs> system to, to not allow you to go into meetings that'll be humiliating, you know? <laughs> uh, so... Uh, uh, I almost thought of, I almost thought at one point that that Merkel was going to was going to walk forward and open the door <laughs> for her, which I thought would have just been absolutely outstanding. The, there know? was another there was
1: another line which I, I read today, which was um, it was. Uh, Wonderful uh, about the restriction of Theresa May's freedom of movement. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. That it had already been yeah. restricted. Yeah, absolutely. How do you like um, them apples, Theresa? Yeah, yeah, and they're going to say, so what's going to, ha- what's going to happen is that there's either going to be somebody, somebody well, there's two things that be mentioned. One is a declaration or a statement, and the other thing is because uh, it's not going to be reopened, so we'll forget about that. We don't have to talk about that anymore. The withdrawal agreement is not going to be reopened. She's not asking for a reopening of the political declaration. You know, so, I mean, that's, which I thought was, I thought was actually fairly interesting because you could go, and, not on the backstop, but you could go and ask for wording, wording to be added, for example. Yeah, but that's not what she the, needs. The, I mean, she the, needs exactly, the backstop because
1: she, she's, she's, she's focused she on the, but she can't have that. She's focused on the but ERG. She can't have that and we know that. She, she's not interested so we, in winning yeah. over no, she's not. Um, the, the moderates or the, 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 the reasonable people. She's only interested in getting the support of her nutters, it seems.
0: Well, not quite, because Corbyn, a big part of Corbyn's line of attack, has also been on the backstop, which I have to say I consider to be an extraordinary, extraordinary mistake. Well, hang on, did on you not part? hear the
1: bit where I said nutters?
0: <laughs> I'm not going to say that. No way. I'm not, no, not going to say well, that. Well, the Corbyn's not a nutter? Um, well, okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not going to say that. That's a different, con- that's a I'm different not gonna, conversation. I'm not, I don't necessarily think that at all. That's a different conversation. What I, I think he's deluded if he thinks you can have a customs union where the UK has a say over EU... Uh, where the UK has a serious say over UK trade well, deals... This, this is a man who thinks... Over EU trade deals. And um, you can't have single... There's no such thing as a close single market relationship with frictionless trade and that you can't have single market membership without without uh, without without accepting freedom of movement and state aid rules. Actually, you need state aid rules for the customs union, any, for any customs union anyway, because it's a level playing field. I did a thread on why the uh, the Labour position on what they would negotiate, the magic deal that they would get, yeah, you know, um, if just absolutely bothered. Yeah. But, but buttons, just so. you know,
1: but wind it back. I mean, this is a man who, with um, three months to go, thinks that he can take over government and renegoti- <laughs> <just> renegotiate like- <laughs> a deal that can't be renegotiated and get an, and yeah. finalize it in three months.
0: I love as well as I had lo- loads, of, loads of loads of Corbyn supporters uh, saying, "Well, he's been talking to he's been talking to the EU. So, I mean, how do you know, how do you know that he's been talking to the EU? He wouldn't say this unless led said that was possible." <laughs> I'm just sort of sitting here with my head in mm. my hands going yeah the u k the u k government's been talking to them every single day for the last two years, and they're still saying they can get things that they want so um there's no no judge whatsoever no i mean i the the, the labor position on this is absolutely awful and it meant that the it gave uh may the chance to absolutely savage him yesterday at a at a point where we started off with Corbin. started off with a very good actually started off very well and he started off saying that there'll be no that there'll be no renegotiation and then he said that may had to go back to Brussels to get a better deal having said that there'd be no renegotiation and or she should get, or she should hand over to someone who can saying having said that there'd be no yeah. renegotiation yeah. Um so and she rightly pointed out this is like completely completely internally contradictory position. Yeah. And it was an open goal. There was no need for him to yeah. there was no need whatsoever yeah. for him to for him to for him to for him to do that. So yeah. uh no, I mean it's a ridiculous position. I saw somebody actually saying today that which I think might have something in it, that uh the, the the Labour leadership thinks the maximum advantage can be gained from supporting a referendum at a point where they're not going to get one um so they can say look we tried our policy was to try we went for the election that was always the best thing to do a labor government was always best uh we went for the election um it uh it that didn't that didn't come off um because the Tories the Tory rebels wouldn't vote against the government on it um and then we put then we did push as per our conference statement for a for a referendum um, but that it was you know but that we couldn't get it when in fact they left it to they'd basically left it to a point where yeah. they couldn't get it yeah well, then it's um, another and sin of omission. and that this would be, but, but the argument was that, this would, that they that they may think that this is, the, this is actually the thing that's most beneficial to them in electoral terms my point is that what you think is beneficial to you in electoral terms in 2022 should not be the fucking issue here. No, well, what should be the issue here is stopping the country yes. having an yeah. absolute catastrophe you, yeah.
1: happen to Wait, it. Where's your sense of um, national responsibility and responsibility to the and nation also in,
0: And also in electoral terms, <clears throat> people have watched nothing happen. Mm. Um... And if nothing happen, if if if, if they continue to not do, to not do anything, this will be well fucking remembered um, and will yeah, hurt. We know electrum, how we so, feel, um, so it doesn't yeah, work. It doesn't, uh, but I don't know, but I don't think it works in either terms. It doesn't work in electoral. No, terms but this and is what I'm and saying. I mean, we know how we feel, better.
1: and we've seen the polls, and we've seen we saw yeah. the Labour Party conference. And if, if if seriously, if they think that that's going to to to, to work for them,
0: you know, yeah, that's, well, so what, they, so, so what? So what? May is going for now is a declaration, of um, did you see the tweet from Burley Monster today about this? Um, basically, the the EU. This is a parody account, Burley yeah, Monster. Yeah, well, <laughs> okay. well, semi 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 parody account. A lot of truth gets spoken by it. I have to say, but um, he said that uh, or she. I don't know who runs it. Burley Monster said. Um, the EU will be perfectly willing to help the UK by reading out yes. the withdrawal <laughs> very agreements slowly. Very, very slowly With and pictures. loudly and, <laughs> and providing pictures to help explain, yeah, yeah. which is basically what the declaration yeah, will do on, it'll the, be like a on the backstop.
1: Thing. So it's a, it's a common strategy in negotiations. When negotiations have ended... And the parties go back and they try and sell it to their constituents, their stakeholders, uh, and their stakeholders kick up a bit of a fuss. It is not unusual for the negotiating parties to come back and say, listen, we need a minute statement. We need something that we can use with our stakeholders back home to – We can wave them. It's not going to change the substance of what we've agreed, but it will um, help us sell it. So that's not unusual. Yeah. That's not an unusual. So Ollie Robbins telling um, Theresa May that he can t- ask for that and probably get that. I mean, it's not it's not inaccurate and not unusual. What, what, what's wrong? Yeah, and, is, and,
0: and it's in your and it's in your twenty seven's interests to try to help. Sure, the sure. UK get this over the and line. they have been very yeah. transparent
1: about it. You know, Juncker today, Tusk. Everybody's been saying this very clearly. Look. You know, we'll happily provide clarifications. We'll happily do, you know, offer off any kind of um, explanation or clarification that you need. What we're not going to do is op- reopen this. Very clear. And we're not going to we're change the nature of the backstop. Stock. The backstop
0: is the backstop, yeah. you know. So, um, so that, it is- can even be... You, sorry, sorry, just a bit more explanation. You can even have these statements appended to legislation at the, at the time. You know so when there's been a negotiation between member states or between institutions and uh, someone isn't is uncomfortable with one of the one of the parts of it one of the cl- one of the articles or whatever mm. or or lost mm. also, <laughs> in the lost the argument about that mm. they a group of member states or council or the eP can say our understanding can, can put something saying our understanding of article two point four or whichever article is that it would not mean that the commission has a unilateral right to do blah, blah, blah without consultation of member states, you know? Yeah. Um, Which which is basically putting a a marker down for future disagreements. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, But also, as you say, is there to to be able to go back home and say, look, okay, we didn't get what we wanted in this, but we avoided the thing we didn't want because we've got this... Because we've got this, yeah. this declaration, yeah, so that's and cool. that could go to extreme lengths. I mean, it could be a joint; it could be they could agree a joint declaration yeah. to be to be added to the actual package. Yeah. I think I don't see any reason yeah. why that it hasn't been sent to the EP yet for yeah. so the package could be could be added to. For yeah. um, so, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't even necessarily need to be like a, you know an, a standalone mm. council statement. It could actually go there and it could be a jointly agreed uh, yeah. thing. But yeah, it won't say anything. I mean, what it'll say is what's in the backstop already. Yeah. I mean, it already says that they're determined not to, not to have to use it. Yeah, it already says that, so it's just yeah, re, it's exactly. just restating exactly, because exactly.
1: they, they knew this was coming. And, so yeah,
0: and the point is that, I mean, that's that's not gonna it, that's not gonna change anything, yeah, is, so it? Exactly. Or is it? Exactly. So, so no. or, or does, or does some people just need to see that you put up a fight? I mean, there is well, the, sometimes <laughs> the politics just dictates that they need to needs to it needs to be seen that there was a fight. Indeed, but the, the, the understanding,
1: I mean, my understanding from what I've read from commentators in, in, in Westminster is that um, that's not going to fly. It's not that's not going to be enough to get the number of votes that she needs in order to pass this withdrawal agreement. There seems to be. I mean, we, who knows? For
0: well, in fact, it's about it's, it's about losing by less. Well, now Leicester. we
1: come to. So now we come to the point, which is why? Why is she doing this? when she must know that she... I mean, does she seriously think that she's going to change enough uh, people's minds as a result of a minute statement, knowing that she's not going to be able to reopen this text? And the general answer is surely surely she doesn't. Therefore, what's her point in pulling the vote yesterday? And, and, And the only... Occam's razor says that it is in order to kick the can down the road far enough so that by the time she does lose the vote, which she will, it'll be too late, for example,
0: to to call for a referendum. Or she, she will... She... But, it, but it won't be too late to revoke Article 15 and avoid no deal. But that's... Right, but... <laughs>
1: She's not going to do that, obviously. So now So, know so, that. Now, so oh, yeah. I mean, so the, 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 my fear, the reason I was feeling so depressed about this yesterday is that it seems to me that it raises quite significantly the chances that we will simply drop out without a deal because she will get to the point where it'll be like, well, you've got to... It, it, well, TARP, it's the TARP thing that people keep talking about, which happened under un, un, uh, in the early days of Obama, isn't it? Or, What's TARP? The TARP was the... I, don't, I can't remember what the acronym stands for, but it's where... Congress initially rejected a refinancing package uh, during the financial crisis of two thousand and eight uh, markets went shit went to went to shit uh, they came back with the same legislation a few days later and then the Congress passed it because they were too worried about what it would be doing to to the economy if they rejected it again so the argument yeah. is that this is the the, the top um, strategy um, uh, of, of may of the government is to um, hold the vote, lose the vote, market's going to melt down, come back again, say, do it again, because without, without any significant changes, with only cosmetic changes. In other words, by holding it, yes, by holding it today... There was still enough lead time for there to be major consequences. Um, she could be, yeah. she could be. You know, we've a no confidence motion. She could have been. You know, you could have the forty-eight letters. Blah blah blah. Various various consequences um, by pushing it back to to January. And now they've said, whether we believe them or not, that they'll do it before the twenty-first of January by pushing it back to, to the twenty-first. I don't of believe them. I don't believe them either, frankly. And um, why would anybody believe them at this point?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, it 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 creates a scenario where you're effectively holding you know you you've you've got parliament by the balls and Parliament isn't going to be able to do those things that we have all been fantasizing that it will do
0: but this is a but this is the significance of the uh this is the significance of the e c j ruling yeah yeah exactly. that does not mean she can't blackmail Parliament with no deal now because it would be her decision she would she would take the blame for it. She, it would be, it would be her decision. Yeah. Um, the other thing, the other thing is that I mean, one thing that struck me about it, I was surprised the other week when the House of Commons, there was a House of Commons briefing on what happens if that you should always read House of Commons briefings. They're so good, by the way. A massive shout out to the House of Commons Library, uh, who also answered a question I had about it mm-hmm. on Twitter. Um, something had misunderstood. I mean, they're just absolutely amazing, yeah. and it's written. They're written in. W- they're written so that intre- you know, interested people can can read it and understand it. Um, which is a remarkable feat in these incredibly sort of complex and archaic <coughs> procedures and so on. Mm. I think they do a really amazing job. Mm. Um, the Commons Library briefing think- had mentioned that the um, the uh, Withdrawal Agreement Implementation Act wouldn't be brought, they didn't expect it to be brought until after the government had got a meaningful vote passed. So if it was, so if the vote was lost, then they wouldn't bring it. They would wait until the motion was brought again. Now, I hadn't really thought about that because I thought that they would have to do, I was wrong about this. I thought they they would need the time to get this through in parallel. So even if they lost it, they'd have to launch it. But what, uh, what I think they're very scared of about that is that that act is a legislative act. So it's completely amendable. There's no, you know, there's no question of procedure about whether it can be amended or not and all that kind of stuff. And that act is part of the ratification. People don't realize that the, 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 the uh, motion, the meaningful vote does not mean that the withdrawal agreement has been ratified. That's not enough. It needs the implementation act. And the reason it needs the implementation act is because uh it's an obligation of parts of the withdrawal agreement, for example on citizens' rights, to take effect in UK law. And that has to take effect on Brexit Day. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh Yeah, so the, the, the it would not be considered ratified until that act guaranteeing those right putting those rights into UK law, putting what putting the obligations in the withdrawal agreement into UK law um is passed. And of course, this gives a huge opportunity for for, for, for to be troublesome, doesn't it? Because, <laughs> for example, you could put a requirement, and you could try to put a requirement in the Act for a second for a referendum. Mm. For example, mm. the ratification would not be completed. You could say, well, how would you get? How would you shoehorn that into the Act? Well, Parliament's sovereign. If mm. Parliament wants to put it in the Act, Parliament could put Parliament okay. could put it in the okay. Act. Hmm. And the and the government have been very scared about this. That even if they won a meaningful, they've always been scared about this. That even if they won a meaningful vote. They realised that they hadn't that that wasn't the final hurdle. It wasn't all over. Okay. I mean, I don't think I don't think the general public and lots of commentators. No, I definitely that. hadn't realised that. Um, mm. Well, I didn't realise it was a formal part of. I didn't. I knew it had to be done, but I didn't actually necessarily really know why mm. um, until I until I uh, until I looked into it a bit mm. and found that it is actually a part of the ratification. So the EU would consider it not ratified without that act okay. because. The obliga- because the obligations could not be put into would not be in UK law on Brexit day. They ob- would mm. be in br- instant breach of the obligations of the withdrawal agreement, and um, so the withdrawal agreement would not be would not be ratified. Um, so pushing this all back. Now you can imagine a situation where the the withdrawal act w- the meaningful vote is passed. Um, they bring this bill, um, and but the, but the, uh, it's happened so late they effectively have to bring it as emergency legislation. Mm. And anybody who holds it up in, the, in Parliament will be accused of leading it to no deal, mm. you know, because without this there's no ratification and then it means no deal. Um, so any, any, even the slightest hold-up of time, any tabling amendments and all that will be seen as trying to, can be portrayed mm. as trying to destroy it at the last minute and lead us over a cliff edge into no deal. Mm. So it really suits them... Mm. That yeah. to be as late as yeah. as late as possible, God. and to be as emergency legislation as, Christ, uh, as possible. So yeah, what so the the, the the can kicking the can kicking really suits them. Yeah, really suits God, them it's, awful, very isn't it? well. it's just sickening. It makes you just feel yeah. It really nauseous. is. I mean, it's just it's just playing with lives. It really it is. is. Yeah, moving yeah. moving chess pieces on a board. Listen, um, so but I'll, they're actually live. I mean, so I wanted to talk just
1: briefly about um, how this is going down. So I. Yes. Yeah, yeah, So I it. drove back. Um, so I, I, um, I, was, I was working from home in the UK yesterday, and I drove back last night, late last night, to Brussels. And I was um, unusually listening to Radio Four. I don't usually <laughs> these days, but I thought, you know, I, I'm oh. going It's been a big day. I want to listen to the news. So I was listening to the PM program, which is one of the better current Radio Four news uh, programs, and. Today in
0: Parliament's normally pretty good. Today in Parliament's
1: good. Well, that, but that's more reporting. There's not so much analysis, is there? Um, yeah, that's anyway, yeah, no, so, very true. Anyway, I was listening to, 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 to PM, and um, it does make me question myself and, and, and the point. <laughs> it, may, it does make me question my assumptions. Um, I, I am conscious of being in a bubble. Um, in, in, in a number of different bubbles, actually, but they're all bubbles. And, and, and I do often wonder to what extent the, the things that seem blindingly obvious to me are blindingly obvious to um, a wider, even quite politically literate, um, you know, um, group of people. And, and when you listen to PM... You know, I mean, it's pretty scary. I get, I get, I, I find it scary. You, you, you get the sense that this is still a game of political nerdery for a lot of people in the UK. That, yeah. um, that they're they're excited by it, but they're not really grasping the significance, or at least what I think is the significance of it. And I know that you think, and I know that people that we generally yeah, associate with think, and and our views. Are there this is whether people keep their jobs or not and yeah. can pay their rent and stuff? Yeah. you know
0: our views. It's the future of a
1: country. Our views are there. There, it's not that our views were not reflected at all in, in in PM's coverage, but they were kind of presented as a kind of fringe afterthought. You had, you know, mm. you, you had a lot of um, reporting of what happened in Parliament, and you'd have um, a lot of government ministers coming and talking, a lot of government. Maybe, from the left wing and the right wing of the Conservative Party, and I'm um, now, you know, and and then and then the little clipping at the end of the SNP with practically nobody left in the chamber and, and no eyes and, and it was like you know, here we have the comedy smp saying something and they were the only ones saying
0: anything sensible and it does well, make was me a f- disgusting treatment of parliament it was a terrible treatment of the yeah, country and with, it just it made, me feel, really it made yeah, me feel really depressed it made me feel really
1: depressed and yeah. worried because i'm thinking god you know what i don't know that people even actually care and, and get that what the, the shocking state of this situation yeah okay That's how I went to bed last night, feeling really quite depressed, having sort of driven back. And I ended up, oh, you'll like this one. I ended up, um, you know what I did? I switched Radio 4 off and I I started listening to music. And I I ended up, I I started listening to... Oh, no. Oh, no. No, it was perfect a perfect Metallica track. (laughs) Okay. It was... um, it was the. Um, what was it? It was hardwired.
0: I think there's a crossover between your love of Wagner and Metallica, by the way. Could be. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, there's definitely the heavy metal of the classical yeah, world. Yeah, I
1: like all sorts. I have Catholic taste, but um, uh, the. Um, well, gregorian chant <laughs> no not that kind of catholic um so so the lyrics i have to i have to share these lyrics because they were so, they're so great so it's it's obviously it's thrashy and, and noisy and, and and the perfect stuff when feeling, when you're feeling really angry it's nice to listen to the music like this as you drive down the yeah. motorway but the lyrics are so spot on it was um I, what was it it's um we're so fucked shit out of luck <laughs> hardwired to (laughs) self-destruct just this again and again and again yeah yeah, that basically is that's how i feel right now this is how i feel right now (laughs) so i was very like anyway it got something out of my system then i got home and then i I got into the office this morning and i got in early and i went um as i often do to sit in my um, cafeteria and have a little coffee and croissant by myself in the corner um emanating vibes telling people to keep the hell away from me because it's (laughs) <laughs> not, I'm not there to be talk, spoken to. Yeah. Um, no, not today. <laughs> do not come and talk to me. Oh, it there was is... <laughs> an amazing tweet yesterday, but we'll, we'll come back to that. Anyway, notwithstanding these vibes I was projecting at uh, full volume, um three separate people came up to me and said, "Chris, what the <laughs> hell is going on in your on in in, in the UK? What, <laughs> what the hell is going on in are your you country? What doing?" <laughs> Could somebody oh. please explain what the hell is going on in the, in your country? And yeah, they didn't they didn't get particularly um, uh, happy, che- cheerful um, answers. Why from did why
0: did, the blo- why did the bloke try to steal the standard lamp? <laughs> <laughs> What's this mace thing? <laughs> What's this th- that may this sums up the whole fucking thing, eh? Huh? This absolutely sums yeah, it up. It does no hardly you know really no. Like we like i said before about protect we're, we're just starting to yeah. see Parliament trying to protect its yeah. uh its constitutional position yeah. its, its its position as an institution yeah. and i think the um barely contained anger from the mm. speaker at May, yeah. at the at the prime minister uh was a big thing but the, the the fact that we're talking about the, the speaker being a bit snippy with the prime minister, yeah. deeply A major constitutional event, deeply discourteous, yeah, no, really, and somebody grabbing the mace, <laughs> yeah. and people oh, people getting really angry when he grabbed the mace. Yeah, and then you got, I and mean, did you see, really the so a
1: fantastic David Lammy reaction uh, to some to some <laughs> Tory who said, <laughs> oh, "I'm that. so embarrassed. This is what an embarrassment for the country. On the end, everybody's laughing at us, on the international stage. Not this person, for a fucking because embarrassment. this person mm. picked up a mace and I'm thinking, is that what you're embarrassed about?
0: Yeah, yeah. In this Jesus, fucking that's situation, you're embarrassed problem. about the yeah.
1: fucking mace?
0: Yeah. Really? No. You're not embarrassed about the food banks? You no. Know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you're not know embarrassed yeah. about self immolation on the international stage? You're not know embarrassed about insult- insulting and pissing off your closest friends and allies, uh, and impoverishing the country, but you are upset about the yeah. fucking mace. Mm. Jesus. Yeah, and I mean that this really this really got this really made me very, very, very angry. And again, you know, people are looking on, and people are looking on, and going, and our allies, the people who would 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 like us to to remain a member of the EU, are looking at it going, <sighs> do we really want this? Really drinking? though? Are we really? Mm. Is this definitely a good idea? Yeah. I mean, this is this is failed state stuff. Yeah. Huh? This well, is well, Raphael talking
1: about rogue states. So, you know, I mean, that was that was really is. good column. And it's right. He's right.
0: And then. That and um uh, Ian Dunn wrote a brilliant piece on what happens if May just ignores the instructions of Parliament. Mm. I mean, can you imagine mm. that can you imagine right now I can I, actually. Sorry, I don't mean yeah. I don't, well i don't mean can you imagine mm. it happening yes absolutely i I don't put it beyond the realms of possibility in the in the least mm. I think it's very very possible that you would mm. what i can't what what i'm trying to imagine is is that having that attitude to it even th- to, to something like that even 3 years mm. ago i mean it's this this kind of stuff is unthinkable but that's the problem is that we have a constitution that relies on people thinking things are unthinkable and when people stop observing mm-hmm. co- uh, conventions when people stop caring about honor and what's normally done and uh uh th- Doing the right, you know, yeah. doing the right thing. It's what, yeah. uh, then, then this, is, then this is what happens. So, so you could end up in the situation where Parliament uh, instructs the government, and may simply refuse yeah, to do it. Absolutely. And then the only, the only check and balance on this <coughs> is if uh, Tory MPs are willing to bring down the government yeah. to stop yeah. it. And who can, who there's can no count? Actual, on that? There's no other. There's no other way to. There's no other way to stop and it and other we, than a sort of later judicial review. This is
1: exactly what you were talking about in one of our very earliest podcasts. Um...
0: About the decline of poli- the decline yeah. of ge- politics generally, yeah, the, yeah. Ge- the erosion that
1: you know, it's like a clear, it's like clearing the rainforest. You know, initially it's just a few trees, but those few trees all add up together, and all of a sudden you're looking at a map that's inverted. You know, yeah, instead
0: of a, a it's tree bo- with it's a few bo- gaps, well, it's gap with a few trees. Well, it's boiling. It's boiling a frog in the yeah. classic thing, isn't yeah. it? That you you put a uh, you put a. I mean, don't do this at home. I should say. Um, <laughs> Under any circumstances I was told that this are, is a myth anyway frog will jump we out. we're an amphibian it might be a myth but it 's a It's a good, demonst- it's a good <laughs> analogy um that uh, that if you't I mean, we are an amphibian friendly podcast don 't go and put frogs in and boil them, but if you put them in a pan of cold water and you heat it slowly uh, by the fr- by the time the frog thinks it's too it 's too hot and wants to jump out it can 't um and it and it dies and this is exactly it is it 's eroded bit by bit. It doesn't oh what's well, that? there's always that quote that, you know first, British fascism won't come with won't come with jack boots, it'll come with uh can you remember? I don't know, probably? wearing tweeds
1: and a smile or something, but yeah, basically. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's an email um, one as well. It's that first they came for the First they came for the um Yeah, you know, the, Yeah. Yeah.
0: But if if but if if Parliament instructed the government and the government ignored it, that is a cue. Mm. Parliament is no, at that point, Parliament is no longer sovereign if it doesn't have the ability to enforce that.
1: So, yeah, you, earlier you were telling me that I was being ridiculously hyperbolic to talk about the burning of the Reichstag, but yeah, here we are.
0: Here we are. Yeah, absolutely. Here we are. No, no, okay. Yeah, point, <sighs> point very much taken there, Chris. Listen, uh, are we, do we have any, do we have any. Lies of the week. week. Um, we've got fucking lies of the week. Should we just lift them? We can just lift them. We don't have to well, there's one. Of, them, there's do we? one. We just there's, what, there's lots.
1: There's, there's lots. Of I mean, one? there's the whole. Yeah, but we've already talked about a lot of them. But yeah, now I've got one, Esther McVeigh and her implementation period.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, no, but uh, um, uh, what's he called? One of the XDXVs, David Davis, <laughs> It seems so long ago now. Uh, David Davis said the same thing as well. That we could, that there'd still be an implementation period that we could negotiate during uh, if there was no deal. Mm. I mean, the, the no deal that we had it from the no deal thing when people are saying we won't accept a backstop that has a unilateral, that doesn't have a unilateral out, they're saying we don't want a deal. Mm. That's, what they're, say, that's mm. what they're saying. I mean, and I don't believe that they don't understand this. Yeah, and those very same people talk about it's side lighting, It's deliberate. It's a lie, yeah? yeah there, there's very people... Oh, the side deals. Yeah, there might be one on aviation. But the, 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 whole, the whole idea that you could do a negotiation for two years, not quite two, years. Uh, it's not far off, a year and three quarters. You do a negotiation on the year and three quarters, and if you don't get what you want, you can ditch it, have no deal... And then you'll get what you want. It's just absolute <laughs> bullshit. Why? Why? Why would anybody possibly think that that but would even, be true? But
1: even, I mean, just
0: even just at the more basic level, the idea that
1: you have an implementation period for a deal that is rejected—that you don't—how can you implement a deal that you've rejected? In it, a- <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: The implementation period only exists as a result of the withdrawal agreement. Yeah. If you don't have a withdrawal agreement, you don't have you, you, a there's no transition. Period. And they know this. Yeah. And they know this and they're lying to you.
1: Well you, really, you know, it's really I
0: don't know if a, it's really as simple yeah. as that. It's not a misunderstanding. I don't believe for a second it's a misunderstanding. They know this and they're lying to you. Um and that's the only possible conclusion. What are the ones that we got? We have that it'll be that it can be reopened, it won't be reopened. Mm. That you can get that the EU will agree to a customs union with a third country. Mm. And give it a, a say in its own trade deals. That'll never happen. That you can get frictionless trade without... Uh, oh, I did 50, didn't I? I did yeah. 50 facts. Mm-hmm. I mean, all, I've ta- I did this. Did you see this thread? I did no, this thread of 50, 50. You missed it, right? Um sorry, yeah. Um, it's 50 chunks of reality about Brexit numbered. And what I've taken to doing is replying to people with uh, with with a link to it and just a number in it. <laughs> it's much easier than explaining every. Oh, that's very much good. Easier yeah. than explaining every time. That's very good. I used to I used to do a few things like that, so just to have on tap that you could just quickly. Well, the idea the idea was actually that my dad used to, <laughs> my dad and his best friend uh, used to used to love jokes, and they'd, they'd write down jokes that they heard. In a book, which and they they both had a little notebook that they kept updated with them, and they were numbered. Mm-hmm. And my dad tells these stories that they would be sitting in the pub, and one of them would would go <laughs> and go, "What are you laughing at?" Number, three, sort yeah. of number forty-three, <laughs> you know. And then they they'd both collapse laughing, looking at number forty-three. <laughs> so kind of yeah, no. So kind of it kind of came from came from that, and there was just so much bullshit. So it's basic stuff like uh, uh, you can't have frictionless trade without the customs union, single market. One and one alone is not. One alone is not enough to to do it. Uh, there won't be a reopening of the of the the withdrawal agreement. Uh, Article fifty can be revoked. Mm. Um, an extension is likely to be forthcoming for a ratify versus Remain referendum. Uh, it's much less likely to, to be agreed for a, something that includes Remain. And you know, so I'll, I'll I'll send yeah, it. Yeah, send you. it to me. I I, I always. <laughs> Very I sound disappointed, but it was a very popular thread. <gasps> and you're the only one who haven't seen it. Um, so.
1: Yeah, no, I, I,
0: I sorry. I'm, I'm. I'm. People keep. People keep sending it to MPs. I miss and stuff. such a lot.
1: I don't know what it is. I do miss. I miss a lot of. It's because you've got a day job yeah.
0: where you're must working. Be that's why. Yeah. And a small child. Yeah. yeah. Why well, is that? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there's an absolute bundle of lies that week, and they're still they're still lying. This is the thing that I get, and both you know both parties, mm. both leader party leaderships, and the EOG, um are just you know still still lying. And I I, I can't believe that they don't know that they they're lying. I, I just don't. Well, I this don't is what worries me. It.
1: This is what worries me. This is why
0: I that's I, what's been debased. This is where the yeah politics it, has gone it, the for. lies
1: have become so. Um, ubiquitous and, and, and constant and accepted and, the, and, 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 and I feel that we are just living in this little bubble where um you know I don't know. I just yeah. it's we're a different tribe and and I'm worried that um I don't know.
0: I am worried. Well the bu- on the, on the bubble thing, I mean um Gina Miller uh mentioned that they've been polling that now within a quarter or a third I'd have to check, but we can put the link. Um a quarter or a third of people thought that no deal meant we continue as we are now.
1: Yeah, I know. And then I mean, the, I, I, the Romaniacs live, um, podcast that we've both listened to already, um, was just talking about this. Well done guys. It was good. It was, really good was great. And, and yeah, was really, they were yeah, close, saying yeah. that, um, one of, one of them, I can't, I think it was Ros was, was saying that her, that she had now, she had now been persuaded that actually it would be a good idea to have no deal on, a Referendum ballot, which I do not agree with at all, but no, um, I don't either. She no. felt no. that it was important to put it on the on the on a referendum ballot simply because that would finally
0: show people that no deal did not mean the status quo. I don't think it, I just don't, I just don't think it would. I mean, I'm, I'm against this for uh, for, for, for two reasons that firstly, I don't think uh, it's a, it's a catastrophe it's we know it is. It's irresponsible. Not, you it's can't. not it's not it's not up for grabs. This is it's like we can argue against about May's deal versus um EA and we can argue about leaving versus remaining in the EU with a deal or with that deal. You can have you can have an argument about that. You're not a f you're not an idiot if you take one of those positions. Mm. You might take it for bad reasons and you might still be an idiot, but you're not an idiot because of that. Um, I disagree with you about it, and I think I've got very good reasons for it, but I don't think you're an idiot for doing that. no deal, Wanting no deal is like climate change denial. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's genuinely like climate change denial. Yes, it's exactly, that's
1: a perfect analogy. It's not even an analogy, it's pretty much the same thing these days, yeah.
0: Well, it's the same people people, in many cases as well, I have to say um in that it is it is certain that it will be uh, uh, that it'll be a catastrophe mm. um ninety seven or ninety eight or ninety nine percent of economists think this An- neutral analysts who 've proven themselves time again time and time again to be neutral and in fact are irritating to me because they 're so neutral about these things these These are facts of consequences these aren't they aren 't opinions that these will be that these will be consequences like they 'll be checks mm. at Calais. It's not an opinion that there'll be checks for Calais. There'll be checks for Calais. We know that. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fact. So yeah, it is, it's, it's, it's climate change. So I don't think the response of a parliament to that being a possibility should be, well, let's see if the people fancy it. If they fancy it, we'll do it. I don't think that's what representative democracy is. I think that's bullshit. I think you have a responsibility to stop national, certain national disasters from happening, not ask the people if they fancy doing it. Um, so that's the first one. The second one is, I think it would be seen as, although uh, <coughs> the uh, a, a particular set of nutters would want to insist that it was on the ballot, I think it would come to be seen as, as rigging the vote as well. Yeah. Well, that, that was that was and because yeah. it because it because it splits because it splits the. Well, I mean, but uh, you're not going to
1: have a three way. I mean, you're going to have a, a first preference, presumably. Um,
0: it don't, no, it, 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 even that it don't, because the campaigns will be for one or the other. So the campaign, uh, you know, the campaigns have to attack I think idea. I really think it's an absolutely terrible thing, and the idea that it wouldn't that it wouldn't happen. You, well, firstly, you can't ask people a question in a referendum on the basis that it won't exactly. happen. We fucking tried. Exactly, that, and, actually, and, 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 and that's, that, why that, that's the
1: worst idea. That's the worst reasonable because there is a risk that, that that people would end up actually choosing that, and we can't. I mean, that's just awful. Yeah. And listen, listen. And we see remainers discussing the statistics a little. So, yeah, absolutely. Listen, we have to wrap up. It's it's, it's way past our bedtime, and you, young men have to be up to talk to the LB, uh, to talk to LBC in the morning. Uh, I believe. Oh yes, I do. And yeah, you have absolutely. to edit this thing yeah.
0: before then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause I it's your turn. Yeah, Christ. Um, yeah. So um, I just want. Yeah, um, I just want. Uh, no, no,
1: sorry. Go on. Well, I was going to um, ask you a question to wrap up with, which is, mm-hmm. wh- what do you currently think the likelihood of us getting a referendum is?
0: Um, I think it's the highest it's been by some distance. I mean, we keep having still after yesterday. Uh, yeah, yeah. I do. do you think it's been affected by yesterday? Um, has it been affected by yesterday. What yesterday has affected is any possible move of, of Labour. it would certainly put that off because they won't do it until they've tried a motion of no confidence, and they won't try a motion of no confidence until after the after they've uh, the government's lost a vote on the mm. lost the reasonable uh, the reasonable. Uh, Meaningful, uh, meaningful vote, vote. <laughs> reasonable vote it's not reasonable vote at no, all it's meaningful vote um, so it's, it's certainly changed that um, I think what I see though what I think continues is it emerging as a way out As it emerging as a way out of an sure. emerging as a way out of an impasse but
1: how, how do we get um, to it though in, in practical terms, because I think it is increasingly emerging as a way out, and it seems to be a big consensus building behind it actually. But that consensus yeah. is, is absolutely useless uh, unless the executive says, "Right, we're going to hold her. We're going to do it."
0: Well, I think we should. I think the practical ter- practical terms is the podcast itself, which we can actually maybe pick up on uh, pick up on in the next in, in the next one mm. actually, because it's um, there. I mean, there's a lot of different routes, and, and all of the diagrams are being redrawn at the moment, oh. and there yeah. are a few questions. Uh, the questions about future motions and so on um, that are still open that, that we don't know the answers yeah. we don't know the answers to yet. Um, I don't, but I don't. I don't rule out. I think maybe for the first time I don't rule out the government seeing it as a way out.
1: But the government, under, uh, not just, under, not, just under 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 leadership. Under, not
0: just not just under instruction, not even necessarily under new leadership. Mm. I don't rule it out. I don't think. it's necessarily very likely but i've never but i've always thought it was absolutely impossible i'm not completely if cabinet are just dis- cabinet are discussing it i mean look how again look how far we've come cabinet mm. are discussing it yeah um that's uh yeah. that's a remarkable that's an incredible that shift right really there right that's true yeah all right so, listen shall we um wrap up yep yeah, absolutely well thank you very much everyone and it's lovely to be back for a oh yeah episode. it's great it's you know what right. i'm really i mean
1: fantastic thanks to all the wonderful guests that we've had over the last few weeks absolutely very much, so. very, really very much i'm really enjoying so. just it, it being just you and me um being sweary i'm, I'm enjoying that
0: <laughs> yeah i'll have to beep out one of those but there we go <laughs> 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 so uh thanks very much for for listening and uh good luck to everyone keep the heed as i say in scotland keep the head uh don't be too downcast yeah um And uh, and keep going. Yeah, just keep uh, going. Thanks very much. And go. Yeah. Keep it. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Good night. All right.